Hey, my name is Phil, and this is my wife, Meredith, and we are the pastors here at Cornerstone Church. We're so glad that you have connected with us here today and that you're getting ready to listen to a message that we know is going to build a resilient faith in your life. Right now, in this moment and in our days ahead, let's continue declaring Jesus over every situation. Enjoy the message. Hey, welcome to today's online experience. My name is Meredith, and I'm gonna be your guide today. Not quite your guide, but we are, I hope, going to go on a journey together. Over these next few moments, I want you and I to talk about, to wonder about, to think about what it means to live a life with a steady heart. What does it mean to be on a pathway to a steady heart? And when I talk about our hearts, I don't mean the actual beating of blood moving through your body, although I do hope that it too is in steady motion today. I want us to think about our inner world, the things that are on the inside of us. When you think about your inner world, do you get a steady, easy feeling? How good is a steady, easy feeling when you know that you place one foot in front of the other with great assurance that your foot is standing in a place where it will hold, that it's standing in an even solid pathway. I want your life to be lived on a path to a steady heart. Do you feel steady today? Do you feel steady on your inside today? Or do you feel troubled in your heart? Do you feel a movement that doesn't always make you feel at rest on the inside of who you are? Do you feel a little bit shaky on the inside? Do you feel a little bit of tension in places where there should be no tension on the inside of your life? Do you feel like you're living with a steady heart or do you feel like you're living with a troubled heart? I wonder with all that we have coming at us, that if we truly answered the question, we would say to one another that sometimes my heart feels troubled. And before we move any further, I want us to take the next seconds to ponder that question. Maybe you're watching with someone and in the living room you're in, you could ask them this simple question. Does your heart feel steady today? Or does your heart feel unsettled? I want us to pause and truly ponder, how is my heart today? When you think about that question, does your heart feel like it's gliding on easy, steady seas that are gonna take you safely into a harbor? Or does it feel like a ship that's being tossed by the winds, being tossed by the waves? The truth is, if I'm honest with you and if you're honest with me today, I bet we can identify at least one or two areas of our life that make our heart feel unsettled, that make us feel like one thing keeps crashing in and then another thing keeps crashing in and the truth is that my heart doesn't feel so even today, that my heart doesn't feel quite as settled as I want it to today, that there are some things that are troubling my heart today. Just today, before I came here to deliver this message for you, I was walking with someone and we were talking about where we're at in life and I was telling them about some things and some different spaces in my world and how I'm managing those areas. Really, if I'm honest with you, how I'm not managing those areas so 
well. And as I started to describe to them what it feels like and, and what it looks like in my world, they said back to me, I think what you're describing to me is an anxiety response. And I thought, surely not. Surely I'm not producing the fruits of anxiety in my life. And they said, no, no, I think if you took the time to talk to a psychologist, they would tell you that is an anxiety response that you have right there because while there might be areas of my life where my heart is steady, there are also areas of my life where my heart finds itself troubled. There are areas of my life where I feel the waves come crashing in and they make me ask questions about what's coming in the future. And here's the thing is that there's a portion in the book of John, John 14, when Jesus looked at his disciples, the people who were following him, who were learning what it meant to be people like Jesus. And he looked at the season they were getting ready to walk into and he said, there's gonna be some reason in your future for your heart to be troubled. There are gonna be some things coming down the line that are gonna cause you to want to be troubled inside of your heart. And the thing that Jesus knew is that when we walk into seasons of uncertainty, when we walk into seasons where we don't quite know exactly what's going on, it produces in us often a troubled heart. It causes us to want to look back with regret and that unsettles our heart. And it causes us to want to look forward with fear for the uncertainty and that unsettles our hearts. But Jesus said, don't look back with regret and don't look forward with uncertainty. Look up with faith. Look up with faith for the days ahead and allow your heart to be settled. So as Jesus looked at these days ahead and he knew what was coming for his disciples, he said to them these words in John 14 and one, he said, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God believe also in me. He said to them, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He said, as I look ahead, there are gonna be so many reasons for your heart to be troubled, but don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Now Jesus makes a massive assumption there, right? He makes this massive assumption where he says, don't let your heart be troubled because you believe in God. Now, Maybe that assumption made sense for Jesus. It made sense for the time that he was living in, for the day that he was living in, for the moment that he was living in. But I would bet that there are many of you who are watching today, who are listening today, who are asking the question, I don't know that I believe in God. The truth is, I'm not sure. I wanna talk about that just for a minute. I wanna encourage you, I wanna challenge you, I wanna ask you to look at the wonder around you. I want you to settle yourself and ask yourself the question, do you feel the interconnectedness of all of creation? Do you feel the interconnectedness of all of humanity and allow your heart to live in the wonder the wonder of where all of that came from, the wonder that produced all of that, and say to yourself, that came from God. God is the source of all of our creation. He is the source of all authority that comes straight from Him. And if you believe in Him, then Jesus says, believe also in me. 
And Jesus begins to describe to his disciples. He begins to describe to them this place that Jesus is going. He says to them, I'm getting ready to go away. And when I go away, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Knowing that he was going to be leaving his disciples in a place so that they could begin the work that he had for them. And I think there is always so much that we can learn in our life and our leadership from the model of Jesus. This humility that Jesus demonstrates for us of knowing that he had done his work with his disciples and for the next phase of what was coming, it was imperative that he went on to prepare something else and that they began to step into the very thing that he had been preparing them for and how often our pride and our hubris and our self-importance puts us in a place and in a position where we believe that we have to stay connected, that we have to stay involved, that we have to be the ones who have our hands intricately on everything and doesn't that cause our hearts to be troubled. It causes our hearts to be unsettled when we believe that it's our control, that it is our immediate presence and involvement that will make the difference in every outcome of every situation. Let me give you a clear application. Perhaps today you are a parent who just for the very first time sent your oldest child off to college and you feel the trouble in your heart that makes you wonder what will happen with you not there with your hands immediately on. Take a lesson from Jesus today. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't look back with regrets from all the things that you could have done. Don't look forward with fear about what might be. Look up with faith. Let your heart be found in Jesus, knowing that it's time for you to prepare something for the future. And it's time for them to walk into the very thing that you have been preparing them for. Don't let your hearts be troubled. And Jesus begins to walk them into this place. And he says to them, you know, the place that I am now going to. And then you got to love Thomas. Thomas is that guy in the story. And I am so grateful for that guy. If you can think back and you can remember to being in high school and sitting in a math class and the teacher writes out on the board all of the instructions and explains everything that's getting ready to happen. And then they turn and they say, great, now that you know how to do it, go ahead and do your work. And there's that still silence in the room, that knowing from everyone that we actually have no idea what has just been explained to us. And finally, someone raises their hand and says, I don't know what's going on here. And the whole classroom sighs a sigh of relief, of gratitude that someone had the courage to admit we have no idea. Thomas is that guy in the story. You can feel the tension of the disciples as Jesus says to them, you know where I am going. You know the way of the place that I am going. And finally, Thomas, with all of his boldness, with all of his courage says, uh, Jesus, we do not know the way. And all of us, even today, get to benefit from Thomas's boldness. I want to say to someone whose heart is troubled because of what you don't know, that you should find courage like Thomas to ask the question of the thing that you don't yet know. Because Jesus turns and he answers all of them. And he says, the way is me. He says, I am the way. I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. And as we prepare to close this message and move into worship together, I wanna to focus in on those three things. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Jesus says the path to a steady heart is a path that follows 
Jesus. He says it's a life of saying yes to me and that life of saying yes to Jesus moves us in to truth. Whew. What is truth? Have you found yourself like I have asking the question these days, what is truth? This word that the writer chooses here to express truth means a firm grasp of reality, a firm grasp of reality. Has reality for you felt just out of reach? Has truth for you felt uncertain in every way? Have you looked and wondered what is it to be true these days. As we see content coming from this path and content coming from that path, feeling like another wave of uncertainty, causing my heart to be troubled, my prayer for you is that you would have a firm grip on reality. And I believe that it's going to be imperative in the days and the weeks in the season that we're walking into for the people of God to have a firm grip on reality. And he says, as you step on this path of following Jesus, which gives you a firm grip of reality, I want you to know that it leads you into life. Not life that's just the breath in your body, but life that is the vitality of who you are, the energy that moves through you, that causes you to have passion and love and eagerness for the thing that God has called you to. He says, I want you to follow this path for a steady heart. Let not your heart be troubled, though there is much to trouble your heart. Instead, let your heart be steady as you follow Jesus the way the truth and the life. And perhaps you're listening today and you just need a re-encouragement that that is the path that you're on. But my guess is there are many who are watching today who today is your time, today is your moment. This is the, the beating of your heart to say, I need to get on a path that leads me into truth and into life. I want to get on a path of following Jesus. I want you to do something really bold and maybe a little bit crazy. I want you to raise your hand. I want you to raise your hand right where you are. I want you to raise your hand in the cafe. I want you to raise your hand in that living room. If you're running on a treadmill, maybe grab on with one hand and raise the other hand because there is something powerful that happens when that inner world, when your unsteady heart connects with your physical body that says today, right now, I am making a decision to get on a path of following Jesus. I want my heart to be steady. I'm laying down my troubles and I'm going after, I'm pursuing a life that follows him. And with that hand in the air, you can say these simple words. They're not magic, but they ignite something on the inside of you. Just simply say, Jesus, today I have decided to follow you. It's that simple. From today on, you can be a follower of Jesus as you walk and you pursue the path and the life of faith, of righteousness, of joy, of the peace that comes from Him that is flowing out from the inside of you. I wanna say, be the first one to say congratulations to you that you have absolutely just made the best decision that you could ever make with your entire life. It won't make your life perfect, but it means that your heart doesn't have to be troubled, that your heart can be steadied. And now, as a follower of Jesus, I'm excited to invite you in with all the other followers of Jesus as we pray this prayer together that He would lead us into a path for a steady heart. 
Jesus, we thank you for who you are. God, we celebrate the wonder of who you are. We celebrate what you're doing in our life. We say that you are mighty. We say that you are glorious. We say that you alone are awesome and are worthy and are glorious of all that we have to offer to you, God. And we ask you to lead us in paths of righteousness. We ask you to lead us in paths with steady faith. We ask you to lead us, God, into a place where you would find us, into a place where we have a firm grip on reality. And I speak that everyone who's watching today would feel the buoyancy of life, the vitality of life, the energy of God moving and beating on the inside of who you are. God, we thank you for who you are. We bless your name, Jesus. In your mighty name, amen.